Hey y'all, welcome back to the Motherhood with Maya podcast. I'm your host, Maya Thomason, and I'm just so thankful to be back with y'all another week recording these fun episodes. This episode, we are going to be talking about how I create a peaceful home, being a stay-at-home mom, and some things that I do to incorporate Jesus into my toddler's life, into my life, and some tips that I've picked up, and some routines we have. Um... In regards to that, in regards to creating a peaceful home, but I just want to say that I know I missed last week, um, and if you do believe in the power of prayer, please pray for my family, pray for my son. He currently has a really bad stomach bug, which is why this is coming out a week behind and not at midnight. Um, I know some of you wouldn't even notice if I didn't say anything, but it is coming out later in the day because I have just been taking care of him Um cleaning our house, uh, making sure he's comfortable, all of the things that you do as a mom, um, and the load that comes with that, and so I am just thankful, um, for each and every one of you, and please pray for my little guy, it's so sad seeing him sick, he hasn't thrown up in about, as you, when you guys listen to this, probably about 13 hours, so I do think he's on the up and up, we did go to the pediatrician yesterday to make sure that he wasn't dehydrated, um, from getting sick. It started on Tuesday at 9am, but he only has thrown up three times in total. It's just like after he eats, he can't keep anything down. And so we think it's a stomach bug. Um, but it's not like around the clock throwing up, which I'm really thankful for, but it's just so hard on his body. He's been sleeping so much. I've never seen him this still, and it's like kind of scary, but I know that rest is so important, um, and so I am just keeping him as comfortable as possible, keeping our house as clean and less smelly as possible, and so uh, thank you for your patience and for your grace and for your prayers. We appreciate it so much um, because it's hard. It's hard having a sick kid. I know that if you are a parent, you know how hard it is to watch them go through that and also just having to take care of them and also not wanting to get sick. My husband's starting to have an achy body and some feelings and so that's why the stomach flu is going around right now apparently and so I think that's what he's got um and I'm just praying that we don't get it um or at least not as bad, because someone's got to stay alive, you know, but anyway, so that's where I've been in this fun bubble of our house, I haven't left in a while, actually, I lied, we left to go to the pediatrician, but I haven't left to, like, go to the park or do anything fun, which is really sad, because it's been really warm weather, but he is just down for the count, he's pretty much slept, like, 10 hours straight, which is good for him, so, Anyway, today's episode is creating a peaceful home, creating a peaceful environment, how in this chaotic world we can have a peaceful home, and some tips that I have as a stay-at-home mom, and how I do that, how I try to do that. Obviously, I'm not perfect, obviously our house is not always peaceful, but I try really hard because this is a safe space for my family, and it's very important to me as a stay-at-home mom, we have the gift of creating the memories for our children with our arts and crafts and the toys that we play with, and we also have the gift of creating 
creating a safe home where they feel comfortable to share their feelings, where they feel comfortable to be themselves. And that is very important to me. And so I have really um, researched a lot about what people do with screen time, what people do with reading scripture, because I am a Christian. I do believe in Jesus. And so I also want to incorporate that as a young age for Tate because it's important to me and my husband and my family. And so, um, yeah, what we are doing at such a young age. So I'm going to go ahead and dive in with the first thing that I researched the most, which is screen time. I am not anti screen time, especially right now that he's sick. He's probably watched more screens than he ever has because one, he's never really been interested So it's not something that I've pushed because I don't want to raise him on screens. I think they are a wonderful tool, but I think they quickly turn to a crutch for a lot of families and a lot of parents, and I don't want that. I want it to be a tool, a great learning resource, or if I really need to hop in the shower for 10 minutes, then yeah, that's a tool, but I don't want it on all the time. Um, And so that is my first tip My first way that I create a peaceful home is I don't turn on the TV before noon. Now, whenever he was a newborn, I did, and this is when I noticed a huge shift in my mood and my ability to focus just on him Um, because in that newborn stage, they sleep a lot, but what comes with that is I was like bored and I was, um, you know, just wanting to do something while he was asleep. And so it just started creating a habit of I would wake up, I'd go in the living room, turn on the TV. And I didn't like how that made me feel. I didn't like how I was constantly focused on it or like whenever he would would wake up, I felt like I wasn't really giving him his full attention because I was in the middle of an episode or, you know, whatever. Or I felt like maybe he was like looking at it and at that young of an age, I didn't really want him to because our TV is pretty big. Um, And so I set a rule for myself uh, when he was around like three months old um, to not turn on the TV before noon. Now, it's not like I at 12.01, I'm like, okay, let's turn on the TV. It's just more of like that was my goal because I would just constantly turn it on whenever I first woke up. And so I just wanted to make it to noon. But then now that I've been doing it for so long... I don't turn on the TV until usually the evening whenever my husband comes home because we do watch a few shows together or we play like Nintendo Switch together, but I don't turn it on during the day. Um, And I really have seen a lot of benefits and not only myself, but him because one, he's not interested in the TV and when he does get to watch it, it's like valuable. It's very small amounts and he really focuses and I turn it on to Miss Rachel where it's like educational, it's good, you know, um, he does love Bluey and those are about nine minutes. So I usually do two episodes of Bluey. So about 18 minutes and that's like all that he gets usually. And I feel like not only will that help his focus and, but also his imagination play. And we all know that there's studies linked to kids who watch more screens to that have more tantrums, more um, emotional dysregulation, and all of those things. And I just really, that's something that I can control. I can control how much the TV is on. And so I just don't. And I love what it's done for me. It's helped me so much be a more attentive parent. It's helped me um, just focus on him and those moments that I would have missed if I was watching the TV. Um, and I feel really good about it. And it's really helped my home, really helped my environment when we first wake up. We're not 
turning on the TV and engulfing news, we're hanging out with each other. We snuggle in bed. We get books out in the morning. And it's been a really great way to create a peaceful home for me. Now, I know not every family is the same. And I know even in circumstances like he's sick right now, I'm not fighting him. I want him to lay down and rest. And so he is watching more TV. And for a while, I felt really guilty about that. But I don't need more um, because I know that I'm doing the best that I can. And I am not comparing myself to other mothers because everyone's situation is different. And so if you turn on the TV more, I don't want you to feel guilty about this. I'm just encouraging you to maybe try something different and see how it affects you. If you feel no different, then go ahead. You know, it's, it's your life. But for me, I just did not, I feel so much better and so much clearer headed, um, and more focused throughout the day. So my second way that I create a peaceful home and I talk about Jesus with my toddler is in that morning time whenever I don't have the TV on because Tate doesn't get up to about nine okay he sleeps in and so in that morning time we um read books together and I this is how we incorporate Jesus and it is by I have my bible out and I do my quote-unquote quiet time read scripture all of those things, but obviously it's not quiet time because I have a 15 month old. So that's not even a thing anymore. Having quiet is not a thing anymore unless he's asleep. So what I do is I literally, I literally just let him do it with me. I incorporate him in my routines that I had before him. And that includes this. And so in the morning I grab his books um, usually like Noah's Ark or I have a few on like the Trinity and about the image of God and I have one on the Easter story now. I went and bought that recently and I let him flip through those and I also read the scripture that I'm reading. So if I'm reading, like recently I've been reading out of 2 Corinthians and I just read it out loud and I talk to him about it and I talk to him about how important Jesus is. I talk to him about how important, um, these miracles are that he's doing or how important this letter is to this church and all of those things and I mean obviously he doesn't understand it but it is so important to lay a good foundation and so I just incorporate him in that routine um and I feel like it's really I guess I would say not helped because he's so young that he doesn't quite understand it still but definitely like those are the books that he reaches for and that he gets excited about because we read them together in the morning and so it's just really a special routine that I wanted to start early on in his life and to help not only me set a good foundation and a good example of um sticking and the importance of sticking with a good routine of getting into scripture but also um for him to get a good routine of in the morning we can read we don't have to turn on the tv we can read we can go outside because sometimes we read them outside if it's warm enough I think we're going to do that this summer I think he will really love that um and so it's just been it's been really sweet I will say that um Another thing that I do is since we don't turn on the TV um, during the day, we listen to a ton of music. My son loves music. He got that from his dad. Uh, Josiah loves music. Tate loves music. He always wants it on. He's always dancing. If I ask him, do you want to listen to music? He starts dancing. It's so funny. 
and he'll like nod his head yes he loves it and it's also very calming for him the song gratitude by brandon lake if you haven't listened to it you should but that is his song that if we can't get him to calm down while he's crying it's that one and it is such a beautiful thing and i love so much that he loves music um, and that is another way that we create a peaceful home and we also incorporate Jesus because I only play worship music. Um, I have never been that big into music, which is hilarious because my husband literally played in his church's worship band growing up and like all these things. And so it's so funny that, um, I just listen to whatever's on the radio. It like doesn't, I don't need a specific playlist like my husband, but now that I have Tate. I listen to way more music because like we just turn it on during the day and there's a bunch of wonderful kids playlists um, that aren't like sing-songy and like cheesy to where you don't want to listen to it. There's actually great worship songs. This one, Rain for Roots. Um, I would actually listen to it outside of like listening to it with Tate because it's so sweet. Um, but that is one that we have on all the time. We have on a Christian radio uh, playlist all the time. And it's just encouraging good music. You don't have to worry about vulgar language. All of those things. Um, and it's really helped me, whenever I listen to that music, be at a more responsive approach to parenting rather than reactive. So I create a safe space for him to be able to have his big emotions and explore things like he wants and be responsive rather than reactive and not creating an environment that is safe for him. And maybe I would, you know, yell or get angry at things that he is just experiencing. I think that's an important thing to remember is that toddlers are just trying to figure out the world and trying to figure out how to emo emotionally regulate and they literally don't have that capability until like age five so we just need to take a deep breath with them um and help them create a safe space create a calm down corner and just work through it with them because we are their best example they learn from our actions so another thing that i do um to create a peaceful home, to incorporate Jesus, all of those things is every morning whenever Tate wakes up and all throughout the day, I am constantly reminding him of the fruits of the spirit. So he is patient. He is kind. He is loving. He is joyful. He is good. And once again, not only does this help him to start seeing himself in a positive way and the others around him because our words are so important how we speak over our children is so important but also how we view them because oftentimes whenever they're having a really hard day we see them as just really negative and I know we don't want to admit that but it's true we get angry and frustrated with them but if we constantly remind them and ourselves that they are patient loving kind they're just having a hard day it really helps us once again be responsive and not reactive and um, give them the best version of ourselves as we can as a parent and that is something that we strive for every single day right and it's hard. It's really hard, especially when you're tired and exhausted or things just aren't going the way you want throughout the day. Um, but you have to remember that that little body is trying so hard to learn their emotions and things that are small to us are so big to them. And we, it's just, it's hard to remember, but it's also so important to constantly remind them of the goodness that they are 
and it'll definitely help you in your parenting and gain some confidence and also just help them and how they view themselves and how they'll view themselves as they get older as a loving, patient, kind person. And I will add to that, not only do I speak those kind words over him, but I also speak them over my husband, his dad, and he does the same thing. We try to limit the negative talk um, about ourselves and about other people. Um, I think it's important that once again, our words are, are valuable. And so how we speak about even our family or our friends or, you know, mom and dad is very important. And that's how Tate's going to view them. We see that in little kids all the time, right? Whenever they go up to a family member and they're like, my mom said you're rude or whatever it is. Um, or even just random people, you know, saying they look funny or whatever. Kids are honest, but they also are taught how to think about certain people. Just like Racism is taught. How we speak about family and friends is taught. And so even though Tate is not able to repeat things yet, we try to limit the negative self-talk around him about ourselves, about each other, about family and friends, all of that, because it's very important at an early age to start good habits. And that includes how we speak about everyone. So that is another way that I... Not only incorporate Jesus, but also create a peaceful environment in my home. Um, and that is the limit of all negative self-talk in this house. Another way that I have really, this past year, focused on creating a peaceful home is not bringing a lot in, not owning a lot. Um, if you came into my house, you would see that Tate has very minimal toys. We have very minimal decor. Um... I only own like 17 t-shirts and two pairs of jeans. I only own four pairs of shoes, that type of thing. I really look at the things we have in our home and what's not adding value and I get rid of it. I have donated a lot of things over this past year because we had a lot from when we uh, first combined and moved in together from my dorm room and then Sai lived in a house with a bunch of guys and so he accumulated things and then we got married and obviously we had wedding gifts and so over this past year we really just focused on decluttering and um, creating an environment that's not overwhelming an overwhelming amount of toys kids don't play with if there's too many things then they can't focus and they can't play and so I get a lot of open-ended toys like blocks uh, magnetiles he really loves those shapes those kinds of things that can be used in multiple different ways and that's about all we own um also like we're in west texas and so we don't need like a bunch of blankets and we don't own throw pillows like for our beds and just like little things like that that do add up when you think about it because that adds your chore list and Oh, and like appliances. I just sold our blender. So now the only big appliance we have is I have a bread maker and we have a crock pot and that's it, you know? And it's just because that's all that we use as a family. And so there's no reason for it to just take shelf space. And I've really felt the overwhelming sensation of I come into my house and I'm calm because it's not overwhelming and also when I do my chores I'm not overwhelmed by the list of things that I have to pick up or do because 
one, our house isn't that big in the first place. It's about 1,100 square feet. And two, it, we just don't own a lot. And so it's manageable and I feel confident that I can finish tasks every single day. Um, being a minimalist is something that I'm actually pretty passionate about and something that I co- you constantly have to work towards because it's easy to bring stuff in, and especially with a baby. People love to donate things and give you things and give you toys and that's wonderful, um, but it becomes a lot fast. And so I am constantly shifting things out, all of that, and it has created such a peaceful environment in our home to have less and be content with less. And just learning how to be content with what we own has helped so much this past year and something I recommend for everyone to go through your junk and get rid of it if you don't use it. We don't have a garage and we wouldn't even really need one besides to store a mower um, in our cars because we don't own a lot and it's an amazing feeling I will say I love owning less and I don't want to give in to consumerism um and it's really benefited my home and so that is something that I have worked on so much this past year as a mom getting a bunch of gifts and as a wife getting all of the wedding gifts and just myself what I can really live with myself and so I highly highly recommend that and doing that and going through your home and getting rid of all the old junk and you will be amazed how good you feel. Moving on to probably the last tip that I'll share, um, but also one that is not directly in the home and it's getting outside. I have seen such an improvement of the way that Tate acts. If he's grumpy, we go outside and it fixes 100% of the problems. Um, and it's helped us so much vitamin d is so important for all of us and we do not get enough Uh, pretty much everyone is lacking because we have jobs and are busy all the time and are exhausted and want to lay down i understand that but getting outside with your baby is so important and that is one of the ways that i feel like we have created a peaceful environment is because we constantly are outside um exploring exploring God's creation telling Tate about how beautiful everything is and how God created all of it and that's another way that we incorporate Jesus into my son's life and it is something that I absolutely never regret once I get outside it's hard sometimes to get outside for me because I've lived in West Texas for almost oh my gosh four years now and so I like if it's below 75 degrees guys I am chilly so sometimes it's hard for me to get out the door but once I'm out there I love being out there I feel so much better um I feel like my head can clear I feel calmer and Tate obviously loves it loves exploring he's just a little boy who eats dirt so it is a great way to get away from the screens get away from all of the things that you are stressing about inside your home and just go outside and relax and just be just literally exist and it is so wonderful so once again I know that's not possible for everyone because not live in warm environments or you know if you are allergic to everything right now is probably not the best time to go outside if you live in the south and have high pollen um but that is something that I recommend and and you will see a big difference in how you parent and how you feel on the inside by getting outside, touching the earth. It is so beneficial for all of us. So 
I think that's all I'm going to share today. Let me know if you want to hear about more ways. I feel like I have a few more, but um, I got to take care of Tate. So <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. I am thankful for once again, your patience and your grace as you know, I miss weeks and sometimes I'm not the most consistent. It's just, uh, I'm a one man show. <laughs> and, uh, when my husband works, I just record this whenever Tate's asleep. And so sometimes that's just not an option whenever he doesn't nap. He's in a new, like he doesn't want to nap anymore, but that's okay. And we're just rolling with what he wants to do. I'll get more time with him awake and that's fun and exciting. And I love that he is learning and exploring new things, but I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Make sure you leave a rate and review and send this to someone who maybe needs some tips on how to create a peaceful home and also incorporate Jesus. Can you hear Tate walking up here? But I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next Thursday.